0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. So I wanna, I wanna learn something with the chaver that talks to me a lot right now. Presently, all of us, Baruch Hashem, lead busy lives, and and it can get overwhelming for all the things we're raising mishpachas That's busy to be a, to be a proper husband, father, earning parnasa for a family. Our our, our learning, our staiing. This life is busy, and and we always need chizuk. We always need chizuk. Adom you need chizuk to, to push on, and to toil and to put in and invest. There's something in Parish Baloyscha that I, I want to learn with you. I Pasha came in here running, coming. I want to read this with you. I want to like. I want to relax to this pusuk. I want to, I shouldn't even say relax this pusuk. I want to get infused with this pusuk. It means a lot and I, I want to study it. I want to put my eyes in I want to read the Rashi. The pusuk describes that Klal Yisrael, especially people who had joined Klal Yisrael, and it says, the people that had been misasev, that had joined Klal Yisrael, Rashi says it's the Erev Rav. We left Mitzrayim, so many, many people wanted to join Klal Yisroel, And it says, Hisavu Taiva. they had a desire. And it impacted Klal Yisroel. It's interesting, the way negativity and kvetching works is it's catchy. We've all seen this, Positivity's catchy, and negativity is catchy. There's a pasuk about the soldier who's... Nervous in war, and the Torah says he has to leave the battlefield. Pen <speaking in> yimas <Hebrew> Lest, yimas <speaking in Hebrew> Lest their hearts, to be nimas means melt. Their hearts will melt like his hearts. If one person is nervous and negative, it impacts others. And the heir of of and Klal Yisrael started complaining. And it impacted Claudius Ro. There's a very famous story that I heard personally from Reb Miller's grandson. Feman probably knows that I want to hazard the power of negativity, how careful we have to be, to say positive things to create a positive atmosphere. Negativity is so powerful. Reb Bragg walked in to Zayda's house, and he was greeted with the most wild scene. Rev Miller. Zatzal, Ravinda Miller Zatzal, was in his kitchen. Rebrag walks in, and Reb Miller's head is dunked in the kitchen sink. And the kitchen sink is full of water, and it's plugged up. And it's not what you expect. You walk into Reb Miller's house, Reb Miller's head is deep in the kitchen sink. And Rebrag's wondering, like, Zayda's swimming, a very unusual way of swimming. You know, maybe it's in Brooklyn, that's this Bro- Brooklyn swimming pool. Lemay says his head is in the sink. So, so, Reb Miller then pulls out his head and gives a deep, like breathes in, like his life was saved. And his grandson said, "What, Zeda, what what's going on? So, Zayda said he was walking and he heard somebody knock the air in New York. Gives some negative comment, how hot it is, it's not, you can't breathe. And Reb Miller felt that that would impact him. Negativity. And he came home and put his head in the sink. Till he couldn't breathe, came out and said, ah, thank you Hashem, I'll call Neshima Nishima for every breath you have to thank Hashem. He was maketoi. But it's very, very dangerous. Negativity is catchy. And it's interesting, and in the parashat describes the Erev Rav, the Aravrav, the they started being catchy. And all of a sudden, Yedin started crying. We also started being kvetshi. Who's going to give us meat? Very, very catchy negativity. It's a spreading virus. And he complains, so his says, So then Kalal Yisrael complains also, it's catchy. Then they say a line that's amazing. esadaga b'mitzrayim we remember the free fish of Egypt. We remember the we remember the fish we ate for free. Now Rashis bothered by free fish. In <laughs> if you say that the Mitzri fed Klai Yisrael free fish, he says that they didn't even give Teven. He brings the Pasuk, Parai said to the Egyptians, don't give them straw but they didn't give straw, you think they gave them fish? So can't, Rashi rejects that it doesn't mean they handed out free fish. The Ramban disagrees with Rashi. Well, we won't talk about Rashi's answer tonight. The Ramban argues on Rashi. And the Ramban says that the it means they ate f- free fish. He's not masking Kefi shutai. He said it means they had free fish. The Kasher Rashi yes, they didn't even give them straw. It's funny, straw is theirs to produce. The fish helps them work. In Mitzrayim there was limitless fish. They lived by the Nile. There was so much fish, and they did they did give the Ramban learns Kefi Pshutoi that they did get free fish. And they said, we remember the free fish of Egypt. And that's what they said to Hashem. They complained, we remember the free fish of Egypt. And now, all we have is the mud. we don't have meat, we're missing a lot. They remembered the free fish. It's rather fascinating to think about the Ramban. The way the Ramban learns that it means kipshot. Mitzrayim was horrible. It was horrible existence. It's very like selective memory. We all do this in certain ways. We like create a fake nostalgia. But he, he remembered the free fish of Egypt. Like a funny line as a Mitzrayim was tortured. They killed us. They beat us. They robbed us. It was torture, Mitzrayim. And yet in the desert, they said, do you remember the free fish of Egypt? And I want to say to the heaven, I wanted to study this Ramban, the free fish of Egypt, that I think there's a very profound point. And I think Mitzrayim is a place of trap. You're going nowhere, you're stuck. And in the city of Stuck, there's free fish. There is free fish, there's tons of fish, and you get free fish in the city of Stuck. What I want to say is that to accomplish and to work and to, to get, if you want to get out of Egypt, it takes work. If you want, then, Egypt's a place of free fish. Stuck and going nowhere, we got free fish, it's true. It's true. We got, and what did the free fish do for us? We were miserable and had nothing. There was free fish. What they remembered and were frustrated in a difficult time, the free fish of Egypt, is a very good visual that a person, Adam lomul Yulad, a person's born to toil, and to accomplish, and to have, one has to put in all the precious things of our life. A good marriage, one has to put into his marriage. One wants good children, one has to put into their children. One wants tire, one has to toil and tire anything valuable course. There's a line in the Gemara that I love, and I, I, I'm going to say over the story, I beg Mechila, I'm going to say over the story, you're my friends, I want to hazard the story, and I'm just talking to myself. The Gemara has a line that a doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. Good things cost. You want things free? If you want, all you have to do is picture the free fish of Egypt. Beside that, but you're a slave who has no present, no future, nothing, garnish, garnished. There were free fish in Egypt, precisely. It's a very good picture, the free fish. Of it. it should almost be an expression, the free fish. We remember the free fish of Egypt. What precisely? Egypt has free fish. It's true. It's very true. There's free fish in Egypt. Hand it out. You could even salt it. Enjoy. It. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> free fish of Egypt is so. I. I. We should soak in our bones the free fish of Egypt. Good things cost. Good things have worked. Good things mean you bring it and you overcome and you struggle. Good things... I was at a seum tonight. I ran here from a seum. A buffer who killed himself to learn. Mamish worked hard. And he, he, he spoke at a seum. He was shaking like a leaf. Describing overcoming, describing putting in hours of amelos. I, it's, I needed to come home and read the free fish, Ramban. The free fish of Egypt. <laughs> you could also, yeah, you could, you could be in Egypt with free fish. My story, I got a shear from, from an, <laughs> a Muslim doctor gave me a shear and a doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. I had found, there was a clinic, I don't advise anybody to do this. There was a clinic in Connecticut, if, you, you, if they let the, a, a student do your teeth work, so then you push it, get it for free. I'm not such a bargain hunter, I'll be honest. It was, I like my dentist a lot also. It was convenient, it was more local. There was some curiosity. I'm just saying to save money, no busher to save money. But Lomaisa, okay, why not? It's free, give a youngster an opportunity to work. It was one of the most painful experiences of my life. Like I literally heard, you talk about Amelus. I heard it on a Gemara Babakama, a doctor heals for nothing, works nothing. His drill, on am not, the whole time he was working, he was like cursing a lot and struggling. When your doctor's talking to himself, <laughs> he's like talking to himself, I was like nervous. And then the drill got caught in, he couldn't get it out. The pain, I never, I'd been bitten by a dog, I'd burst my appendix, I never had pain like this in my life. The drill was stuck in my mouth. He called the guy, I'm holding it in. He called his teacher to come help him get it out. I left, I stood up in middle. I said, I, I, I there was a famous fighter who said, No mass who ended a fight in middle. I stood up, I said, I, he said, we're in the middle, the, the Reb, his Rebbe was there, I thanked them both profusely, wished him Hatzlacha on his dental career, and, and left. I, I called my wife from outside, I was crying, I was in pain, the drill got caught in my mouth, he couldn't get it out. So I had a sheer clothing, an Asya da assia a doctor heals for nothing is worth nothing, precious things cost, precious things have a price. And we're sitting in the desert in a new existence out of Mitzrayim. And we wistfully remember the free fish of Egypt. There's something so encouraging about that. Yes, there's free fish in Mitzrayim. It's true. very true. But that's what it means to be in Mitzrayim. I don't think that's a side point. The free fish of Egypt. Yes, you can live a life in Mitzrayim and eat free fish. It's true. And the very existence of Mitzrayim is a place where it's always there. Free fish. It's the land of free fish. Go and take, the Nile's there, it's right there for the taking. It's the land of free fish. That's what it means to be stuck, is the land of free fish. And you eat plenty, you you mamish, you can grill your fish, and salt your fish, and enjoy your fish. It's the land of free fish. But a person wants out of Mitzrayim, so then it means you've got to give up the free fish. Out of Mitzrayim, there's no free fish. And, and, and there's a tremendous temptation... At difficult times, people like wistfully remember the free fish of Egypt. But it also helpful, it's funny, it's, it's, it's striking to me, the Yidna like wistfully asking, this was a Yetzirah, this was an Asayan, asking for the free fish. It also has the opportunity for us to remember, Mitzrayim was horrible. It wasn't the side point, yeah, but at least there was free fish. That's what horrible places have, free fish. <laughs> That's the enticement and the allure to every Mitzrayim. To every Mitzrayim is a place where, but at least you get free fish, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going say it. Okay. If you, if you, if, you're, if that's what you want to stay and you want to be stuck, so enjoy the free fish. But all of us, of course. Want to accomplish and want, want to acquire and want richness and the freedom of Adam of Mitzrayim. So then it's toil. So then it's work. So then it's investment. So then there's no, in that world, there's no free fish. It's actually a world where people invest and put in this heavy cost, really heavy cost, but for something that's precious. So I wanted that was the first, the first topic that I want to say. I want to read the Rashi, not because I want to speak about it, but I don't want to pass over Rashi's chat. He did the Ramban. The Ramban is kipshutay. The Ramban says pshia kipshutay. Rashi on the spot says chinam, chinam min haMitzvahs. Rashi says that they were. Um, that's what it means. He says the way the Sif Sichachamim brings it here is pirush. There our mizaynus was not through kima Mitzvahs. Now the mizaynus is schar lepula if we keep the mitzvahs, that gives the Avula, and if not, it doesn't give. The mitzrayim, we had Mizaynas came without any Kiyam mitzvahs. The kara of the need to be Makai mitzvahs. We were china mena mitzvahs. So the free fish is the pshat that we got food. Today, we have the parish of Kriyashma and if not then Hashem doesn't bring we remember the free fish of Egypt is that we're not linked we weren't mitzove and mitzvahs that are well. <laughs> it's interesting according to this Rashi according to this understanding, it's funny we associate in the midbar they had man, was the mud so it's funny they had to work harder Ravi Ran's right. It says, Kifida Madrega, they had to work harder for the man. I wonder if that's what it's referring to. A very, a very interesting. Pashup shat. We're allowed to learn a Rashi together. Pashup shat. It says, In Mitzrayim, we got Mizinus. And it wasn't linked to Kiyama Mitzvah. Now that we got a Torah, our Gashmias is linked to Kiyama Mitzvah. It's funny because they got man in the, in the midbar. The way Iran is saying it is that what their performance of mitzvahs, how hard the effort they had to make for the be. Rashi means that it seems that even in the desert, somehow the misalliness and the sustenance was linked to mitzvahs. And Klai Yisrael said, we remember in Mitzrayim that the the Gashmias came irregardless, it wasn't connected to Kiyam HaMitzvahs. Yeah. We have to study this amazing Rashi, this and our mitzvahs. I wanted to not pass the Rashi. I want to study now for a few minutes, all the way to the end of the parsha. We, we have a mitzvah. All of us, besides the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, have a mitzvah to remember what happened, to remember the Mesa with Miriam. That she spoke lashon hara on Moshe Rabbeinu, and I want to say I want to say one point to the chaver. We have a mitzvah d'araisa to remember what happened when Miriam spoke lashon hara on Moshe Rabbeinu, and she gets saras. It's always important to remember the story, and what Maishe, what happened in the lashon hara. This is what happened in the lashon hara that she spoke. They did not rip Moshe, Miriam and Aaron did not rip Moshe Rabbeinu. What Miriam and Aaron said about Moshe Rabbeinu is they had seen Moshe Rabbeinu was Pirish from Tzipira. She was Pirish from Tzipira. And Miriam and Aaron said, they expressed, Harak ach dibra Hashem. Does Hashem only speak to Moshe? Valloy Gambanu Dibeh, Hashem speaks to us, and we're married, so Mechatesa, that Mysh Rabbeinu, separates from his wife. And that's what they said about Mysh Rabbeinu. And it's important that Miriam's Lash and Hara, she did not knock, she did not put him down. She underestimated Mysh Rabbeinu. And it's important to remember that in the Lash and Har of Miriam, that all of Klal Yisrael's mitzvah to remember, that Miriam got Saras and was sent out of the Machna, her Lash and Har was an underestimation of Moshe. She said, Is Moshe? We're also Hashem speaks. She's makir. He's a Navi. He's a prophet. Hashem speaks to Moshe, Rabbeinu. But she underestimated. Him. She said, Hashem speaks to us also. Hashem says, hey, Hashem, no, 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 no. Hashem says it's not that way. Loikein Abdi Moshe, different. I know you have nevuah, you have high Madragas, but loikein Abdi is different. You underestimated him, and the example of Lashon Hara that Gans Klal Yisrael is to remember is that Miriam got Saras, this great Sadekis got Saras for an underestimation of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Ikar shairish of Lashon Hara, certainly the words are bad, but it's not knocking, it's underestimated, it's the inside what we think about another Yid. The goal in the battle against Lashon Hara is not that we're good biters of our lips. We don't say, there's a big zakh to that. There's a big zach. we hold in. Certainly we should bite our lips and we should hold in. But the ultimate goal of Lashon Hara of, of of a Torah that's teaching us against lashon hara is to properly value another person. The case that gans Klal Yisrael to remember, and the, well, all of us this Shabbos have to teach our wife and children. All of us have to remember what happened to Miriam. She underestimated my Shrabin. And the lesson of, of, of looking at people and, and seeing greatness and not underestimating anybody, that's the Iker Shairish, the Iker Nekud, in the battle against Lashon Harad. To see good in people, to value them, to give a proper evaluation of people, and to, to see people as wonderful and see their mindless, that's the, that, that's the lesson here, not to chas underestimate. We often have many validations and rationalizations to speak Lashon Haram. We come up with a lot of, all different types. Miriam caused Maishu Abenu to exist. It was her message to her father that caused Maishu Abenu to exist. So the Torah of says, remember what happened to Miriam. Miriam had an easy rationalization. She was the one who caused Maishu Abenu to, to exist. She also was protesting for Tzipirah. She's standing up for some. So, and and Mysh doesn't mind. The Torah itself is made that Mysh Rabbeinu is, a, is an honor. Ish Mysh honor Anub. Rashi says, shuffle the Savlan. He's a savlon. He doesn't mind. He's Savil Elbain. So. Evil elbin. so Every rationalization, Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't mind. I'm defending. Tzip, I'm defending Sipira, I'm the one who brought him into existence. And all the rationalizations. Don't underestimate another yid. Don't put down. Don't underestimate another yid. Never be guilty of underestimating another yid. Forget all Rabbi rochem speaks about often a parent could say lashna the kid. There's no heter. Al's parent. right Really? Wow, amazing! Nice. Hashkacha. He gives this. He says that people rationalize rebellion. <laughs> people rationalize your Rebbe if and a parent. Reb Yerucham speaks about a Rebbe. People have a parent. It's funny. We all can fall prey. It's like my child. You're not know, gonna say lashna on your kid. Can't say lashna on your child. Not on your Talmud. It's not a heter. And the story of Miriam is every single sad that we would think of, so many tzadim, I should say, that we think of, it's more cow, she saved his life, she brought him into existence. That alone tells people, say, he's my Talmud, he's my child. Miriam caused Mesh Rabbeinu to be born, and she underestimated, there's an Eynash. There's svaras, all different types of svaras, and yet Miriam here is, is, is punished, is the tremendous lesson, not to speak Lashon Harab. There's a vert that I, we learn with the Hevra. We haven't learned it recently enough. I'm going to chazir this verb with the ulum. This vert moves me a lot. And specifically in the care not to speak slander. Yax, I want, I want you to bring this verb home. This is like a chizuk In making sure we guard our mouths. Not to slander anybody. All of us know the story of Yarnison and Davut And... Shaul HaMelech holds that David is murdered by Malchus and he's chasing David HaMelech's life in danger at one point David Amelech asks his friend Yaina's son who is Shaul Amelech's son that could you find out I'm, here I'm running and hiding it's a difficult life a life on the run a life on the run so I want to come out of hiding could you find out if it's safe for me to come back to the city namely does your father still want to kill me so Yenon says to his friend I'll find find out excuse me I'll find out I'll go back home he had anyway a Rosh Chodesh they had a Zevach Mishpacha Rabbi Brim told a family member of mine to make sure every Rosh to serve nice food the, the, Yonason's family they had, a zevach Chodesh. They had a beautiful Suda for Reish Chodesh. So he said, I'm going home for the Chodesh, Suda. I'll see if my father has any, is still angry at you. I'll check it out. And then Yonason tells David, What I'll do is, when I come back to the forest where David was hiding, I'll shoot an arrow. Yonason's the prince, he has a Mesharez, he has a lad who serves him. If I tell the youngster that the arrow's further, it's further where you're looking. So that means, David, run. My father wants to kill you. If I tell the youngster the arrow's closer, that means it's safe, you can come back to the city. So Yonason goes to the Rosh Chodesh Suda. He mentions David HaMelech's name. And an arrow, a spear, like whizzes past, past Yenison, Sha'ala in rage for mentioning his name. So clearly, David HaMelech's life's in a lot of danger. He goes back to the forest, Yenison, shoots the arrow, tells the lad, The arrow's further! Which means David HaMelech scramble. The kid gets the arrow. He then sends the kid back to the city. And Davod HaMelech and Yayna's son have a very famous conversation where they promise, they swear to each other friendship and loyalty. Forever we're linked. They make a promise, a bond, a profound bond. For many years, Yax, yeah, I was bothered by a kasher, Why didn't Shol just come to the far Run David? What do he make this whole charade? I'll shoot an arrow. If it goes further, it means run. If it goes, clo- if I say close, what do you make that whole shtick? So I thought maybe like it was dangerous to be caught. Remember David's murder of Malchus. Maybe in front of his lad, he doesn't want to talk. The problem is that later in the story, he sends the youngster away and ends up talking to David Amalek anyway. They make their pact. So why don't they just tell him, David, run? So I was bothered by the Kasher for a long time. I asked Talmud Chachamim. I got answers that didn't resonate by me. I once learning a liquid Sefer, and I saw a Gra, and the Gra asked the Kasher that why do you make this whole charade? Just tell him run. And the Gra says something so moving. The Gra says it says it's, it's from Chazal that Hashem by Ochan by the by Yirichai, Yeshua drew a lot drew lotteries and it turned out to be Achahan. Oh, why do not he just ask Hashem? The lottery anyway said it was oh, Achahn. Hashem said who took the booty. And Chazal teach us that Hashem was teaching, even when you could speak Lashnar, the less words the better. Says the Gru, David Amelach and Yonison said, Yonison you check if you me, but let's not talk about it. If I don't eat it's Lash let us say. It's tayelus. it saved David Amelach's life. But let's not talk. So I'll just shoot an arrow and say further, we won't talk about the subject. It's like, it's goosebumps. His life's, his life's under threat, David HaMelech. He could die, life and death. It's like the biggest heter like, in history, you won't find a stronger case of hetar. You have to say, They said, let's not talk about it. But his life's on the line, He's. Let's davin and Yenis, look at each other. You'll shoot an arrow. You'll say further, and both of us will understand. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> the grud is the hero in, 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 in the Lushan that here is life's on the line. There's every svar of in the world. Tayelus. Still, the less said, the better. Let's say the least possible words. And he tells him he just shoots an arrow. Nayir <laughs> deka and the Zahir is not to, not to speak slander, not to speak negative against people. Here in the case of Pikuach Nefesh, and every heter and every tzivu is to say, but let's use the least words possible. And he said in nazar oifin and that it's just the arrows further, and he understands, David understands, and let's talk about something else, they make a pact between them. And to me this passion-inspiring passion growth. Inspiring, and uh, the care that all of us, the care in Shemir in, HaLashem, in being careful to use our mouths properly, to say shvach, to say praises of people, to say good things, to, to praise another person, to uplift another person. Not chashvashom to say slander and negative things about people, is a tremendous zehiroth. It's the parasha that klar Yisrael's mitzvah, to remember Zohar, to remember what Hashem did to Miriam to remember what happened to teach it to our families to push it, keep it in our minds. To hear us to remember lashon hara is not always ripping somebody. It's undervaluing. It's undervaluing, putting down, underestimating somebody. All of us should be zeichet to have homes that are naki, that are clean from lashon hara. All of us should be zeichet to have mouths. To guard our to guard our mouths from from bad things, we're a people whose mouths is designed all the great things we accomplish. Teyrut tefillah chesed are all done with our pet. We learn with our pet. We pray to Hashem with our pet. We mechazek another year with our pet to keep our pet kadosh to keep it holy and not to profane our pet with negative talk with derogatory speech about people. Hashem should give us the schos to be shaymer our pet to guard our mouths and the great. Bracha that is. A chaimba and the chayim that's Biada Lushin, all the great power that's in the lush and should be ours, You have been listening to a sheer from shasilluminated.org. For other Sheeram on many topics or to hear an Ion Shear on any Dafin Shas, including my armakimus on each Shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call two oh three three one two SHAS, that's two oh three three one two seven four two seven, or email info at shasilluminated.org.